0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to another edition of Fighting Words on the Fighting Words News Network. Fighting Words is brought to you each and every night of the week in grateful appreciation. The men and women of the United States Armed Forces, the men and women of police and fire services, the doctors and nurses and first responders to COVID, and also the wonderful people <coughs> to fill the, the market uh, shelves uh, during the pandemic. Tonight, uh, we have a dedication, and I'm glad to say for finally, it's not just for a fall and brother, a firefighter, or, or police officer. But this is a, tonight's dedication is to uh, the mother of Sergeant Dan Levante of the Sarasota County Sheriff's Office. Um, then, uh, excuse me, Sherry was a very, very nice lady. Everybody should be. Many years ago, uh, in this big book that's supposed to be the oldest book that's ever written, uh, the Prophet Isaiah wrote. He who finds a friend finds a treasure. A treasure cannot be bought or sold. A friend is worth her weight in gold. I don't know if, if they ever met anywhere. They'll, I'm sure they'll meet now because he was talking about Mrs. Labonte. Uh, during her uh, – while well, her children were growing up through the sports programs, the Kilty program, um, there was Sherry was working tirelessly, volunteering, uh, washing dishes if she had to, taking tickets if she had to, sewing uniforms if she had to, and all the time, quietly sitting there with a smile. Uh, to Ken, Sarah, Danny, and everybody in the family, uh, we from this program you our deep, deepest uh, sympathy. And if there's anything we can do, please don't, don't hesitate to call. Okay. Uh, uh, well, Tony, you're uh, our board tonight <laughs> going to be uh, Tony, Zito, Bob is vacationing. His wife just got back from seven uh, months' uh, sea duty, so they're vacationing in Hawaii. And uh, Caden uh, is at his hobby tonight. So his hobby is making money, and he's working. But he will be calling in on his race. So... Uh, <laughs> but let's talk with tonight's fight uh, Tony I know you uh, You're anxious to get to it
2: Yeah I gotta stay awake First but uh, <laughs> providing I can It's uh, Devin Haney's night with Progress Reggie Progress and uh, I've got my thoughts on how this one's Gonna go and I'm gonna just make It quick but If there's going to be any knockout, it won't be Haney knocking out Progress. It'll be progress knocking Haney out. That's my first prediction. Second, if it goes all the way, there's no way Haney's going to lose points-wise because even if he lost it, Vegas would flip it because that's their golden boy. I don't think Progress would win it under any circumstances if that happens. Um, other than that, you won't see a knockout on Haney's behalf. So... I've uh predicted even though I don't want it to be this way that Haney probably will win. But I'm going for progress and hoping he wins and I'm really hoping he cleans Haney's clock tonight and I got fifty bucks on it, so mm-hmm. uh, right. I got that you- Haney's gonna win, but that's not the way I want it to go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Z?
3: Uh, Yeah, well, um, I I, uh, kind of agree with Tony to an extent. Um, Haney Haney is not the power puncher in this fight. He's rarely the power puncher in any fight, but he's not the power puncher in this fight. What he is, he's the more versatile guy. Um, Mm -hmm. He he could do more in the ring. And with with Prograde, Prograde is dangerous. He's a dangerous fight for uh, Haney. But I don't think he's necessarily the most difficult uh, with that said, it's, Haney has to worry about getting caught in the exchange. If Haney stays disciplined, he, he could, uh, I don't want to say easy night, but he can relatively, you know, kind of steer clear of damage while you know backing up points. But Gray's problem is his feet. And getting and his problem tonight should be getting to Haney. Uh, I just think that um, his feet, for Gray, is good in the exchanges. He's good when when he can get to you or when you want to get to him. Uh, he's quick. He, he's pretty quick-handed. He hits hard. But it, 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 he has, to me, especially in this fight, he's going to have trouble just navigating to get to those spaces to get to Haney. Um, one thing is, and Tony did mention uh, about <laughs> Haney getting his cock clean, Haney's not the best punch taker. He's not. And... To be not the best punch taker, he's not the best punch avoider either. Um, he was fortunate enough not to really get cracked by some guys the right way, or he, he took it well enough to limit it. But like Lomachenko had him on skates for, for a little bit. Yeah, he had him glaring eye for a little bit. Um, Lomachenko, he, he'll do it with accumulation. He'll do it with cleanliness. But Haney you know, you know, Haney's not the guy who's gonna stand up to damage. He's the guy who's gonna he's gonna navigate around it. So, um as far as this I see moments, or maybe a moment or two where Pro Gray will get to Haney, but I I could see Haney you know, Pro Gray not being able to capitalize and Haney weathering the storm and getting back on track. Okay.
0: All right.
3: Hi. Hey, your how thoughts? you guys doing? How you doing this, this evening, gentlemen? Hey,
1: We're doing great. Good. Good to hear. What's your thoughts, you. thoughts on the uh, uh, Haney fight tonight? No, I kind of
3: concur with Zito. I I, I got to lean towards Haney, um, just, you know, based on everything Zito was saying. Um, the other thing, too, is Haney has a four-inch reach advantage. Um, so, you know, he's the longer – and quicker guy. And, and you know, Zito was, was spot on when he was talking about uh, Regis Pergway having, you know, pretty quick hands and good reaction time, uh, but his feet are not as quick as, as Devin Haney's. And so it's going to be a difficult task for him to cut off the ring, something he showed in his last night that he doesn't really do tremendously well. It's not a strength of his. So stylistically, this could be a tough fight. The problem with Devin Haney, like Zito said, is he's been shaken by lesser punches. Jorge Linares had Devin Haney on 4th Street from the 10th to the 12th round, had Devin Haney in survival mode. Regis Progray is a bigger, stronger, more impactful puncher. So there is a chance that he clips Devin Haney. What Devin's been able to do is he, he's kind of like a young veteran. So he's been able to survive when he gets clipped, kind of like Larry Holmes used to. Larry Holmes would be crazy in a race sometimes, right? But he'd hold and survive right. and then get back to his game plan. And uh, I could see a lot of that in Devin Haney, and he, I believe he's going to have to do that to survive. Now, with that being said, this is at 140. He was a guy who was very much struggling to make 135. And you know when you're cutting down in weight, a lot of times it decreases your punch resistance. So he could be a bigger, stronger physical specimen tonight at 140. Uh, but, you know, outside of, you know, the things I mentioned, I, I completely uh, lean towards what Dito
1: said. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, <laughs> i got to go with all of you. I think we will take this fight tonight. Um, not because he's the shrewdest fighter, but he's not going to stand there and take a lot of crap. He's going to be in and out. <laughs> And uh, uh unlike uh, my very rich friend who has some money on it. I won't say who to it, but uh uh I uh, I'm not a betting man. <laughs> hey, what about the other fight tonight is uh, Garcia and and uh Duarte. Do you have anything on that, uh Ty? Oh yeah, that fight was last weekend. It was
3: uh, Ryan Garcia against nice Oscar Duarte, and it went it went like I expected. You know, Duarte applied a lot of pressure, but he doesn't always jab his way in. Uh, he's a tough, to durable guy. I figured Ryan would eventually get him out of there, specifically with that left hook, and uh, that's, that's what happened eventually. It's a good fight, pretty entertaining. Good.
1: <laughs> what do you think, Zeke? You are technical. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um,
3: what what I saw to me, that Ryan Garcia, he he's advancing slow. I mean, his money makers that left hook, uh, he, he he still needs to you know he still needs to learn. To me, he still needs to learn. Uh, I mean, he, he he's way <laughs> talented, but to me, he, he just needs to pick up a little faster because where his name has him, he's going to be seeing guys. And Ryan Garcia is a guy who's going to move up and wait. Kind of, he, that that is going to happen. Um, and with that, you have some very, very, very talented guys, you know, that
1: he's going to move up and, and deal, have to deal with. So we're going to see. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, I, uh, go ahead, Tony. What's your thoughts?
2: I, I agree with Z. I You know, it, I thought he was going to win it no matter what, for the most part. I mean, it was a good fight. But uh, he had to redeem himself from the other one, and he did he did well. If he if he lands that left hook on you, you're hurt. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's gonna be tough to come back from that one. Although your rich friend bet on that fight, but I don't know who that would have been. But mm-hmm. well, another from last week
1: would have been Katie Tower and uh, uh, what's it, Carmonas. Uh, and then you you keep an eye on Katie. I know. It's- I know that Caden uh, keeps an eye
3: on Katie. Care. How about you, uh, Z? Um, uh, sometimes, sometimes. I mean, I know mean, uh, she's pretty good, but uh, I, I, I just kind of you know, I, I can't follow her too much. I just I, I don't see it on. You know, she, they don't they don't put you know female boxing out like that, which is a shame. Um, but so it's hard to follow sometimes. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. What's uh I guess the next one up would be uh Tank Davis is uh taking a lot of uh a lot of heat and a lot of uh making a lot of press. But he uh, supposedly has a uh, a fight coming up.
0: Uh,
1: with is uh is he uh I can't read
0: that he's got one
1: coming up in, in uh February. Do you have anything about that,
3: Ty? No, I haven't read anything. Um, the, the name, it sounded like you were trying to uh, mention, was Is That Cruz. It, it, that would be a yeah. rematch uh, of a very close fight, one of his closer fights. Um But, no, I haven't read anything as of yet uh, on that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I hope that one happens, so though. I'm waiting for that one.
3: Yeah, up to date, uh,
2: uh,
3: Isak Cruz has been Tank's most competitive fight, I should say. Um, but ever since they fought, I think Tank has grown leaps and bounds, and we're going to see can he uh, can he adapt? You know, uh, he you know he adapted that style a little better. And it, it, to be said that when they fought the first time, um, it said that Tank's shoulder I think was messed up, so for most of the fight, so.
0: Okay. <laughs> Ty, what's uh, what,
1: what, what's what's going on? I know you the the uh, business part that we always go to. Uh, what's going on with UFC uh, and uh, all this between uh, Dubai and Las Vegas and people threatening to move leave one to the other? I mean, I understand. I heard the other day that Bellator is closing down. Is that right?
3: Uh, Bellator was actually sold to PFL,
1: um,
0: but that
3: that's kind of all I could tell you about that. I really haven't been paying too much attention lately, but Bellator was sold to PFL.
1: So uh, we'll see what happens there. Okay. But um, a couple of those, uh, Bob, uh, everybody, so everybody knows, Bob G is a former... Uh, participant in uh in u s c and uh he's off this weekend uh he's having a uh, reunion his reunion with his wife who's been in sea for seven months so uh that's uh, awesome and she yeah she's a uh, marine uh lieutenant uh, marine lieutenant colonel uh, she's a physician serving in the uh serving on the navy boats right now what she was doing, she got promoted to uh, do the inspection of all the uh, outlying hospitals that the uh, government had uh, has around the, the world. And uh, so she was gone for six months last year, the front part of uh, Europe, and then six months this year to uh, the islands and making sure everything's okay in case there would be a problem with, uh, with the Chinese. Um, okay. Kai. Alexander Volkanovsky. Uh, he has a rematch coming. With uh Islam Markovic. Marki Marketing. No, they they fought they fought about a month ago. And uh
3: Makachev won the rematch. Uh Volkanovsky uh will actually be fighting, I believe, in February against Ilya Tapora Taporia who outside of Max Holloway's, the number one contender uh, at that weight. But it was the first time in Bokunowski's um, career he was stopped by strikes. First time he was finished, mm-hmm. actually. Uh, so the rematch happened about a month ago. Like I said, it was the first time he was finished. So he's coming back off of the knockout. It'll be interesting to see if he can go back to his weight and reclaim his dominant weight. weight. Yeah. Do they have a
0: uh, uh, concussion?
1: Uh protocol the way that the NFL does? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. I'm Is sorry, I didn't hear concussion? you at all. Yeah, my question was, do they have a, a uh, concussion protocol similar to the one that the, uh, the uh, National Football League has? Yeah. You Where
0: know,
1: I don't, I
3: don't know if they have a concussion protocol that way, but if you're knocked out, you're usually suspended for 90 days. Um mm-hmm. So, you know, by the time he fights, 90 days will have passed. Uh, but it's still, you know, in this day and age, he still would be fighting relatively soon off of 90 days. But nonetheless, 90 days would have passed. But I don't know if they do the whole concussion protocol thing like you see in the NFL. Mm-hmm. All
0: right.
1: Uh, oh, here's one I wanted to ask. Uh, uh, Zito, Chris Baleam-Smith uh has a fight coming up in, in three weeks. Uh with uh Ma uh Mat- Matis Matisse, uh, Man- and Man- The cruiserweight belt. Um, what's your thoughts on that one? Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm not familiar
3: with those two fighters, but uh uh the cruiserweight division is uh, right now uh, is it's like right, to me, it's lacking a little bit of name recognition, but you know that tends mm-hmm. to, you know, that's just at times generational. So,
0: mm-hmm. okay, um,
1: and we want to make the the uh, PSC that uh, the WBA Hall of Fame, as we all know for twenty four, as we all know from uh, our good friend and uh, frequent correspondent uh, Bernard. Uh, Fernandez was at, was at the top of that class. Uh, Jack, uh, Jack Kellarnan, uh, Fred Stanley, Jesse, uh, oh, who's this? excuse me, Jesse's coach, uh, and they have an Anne-Marie, uh, Ave Maria Dor- Doris, Kelly Adams, Walter Matthews, Nick, Nick, uh, Chet- and uh, that was the the class that was that went in with uh bernard um if anybody wants uh wants to read uh bernard's uh, uh, top, uh bernard's book i have all four copies uh, one two three and four and so uh there it's fantastic it really is fantastic reading um and he breaks it down to uh even a fourth grader could, uh, could understand it. But more importantly, he puts so much emphasis in it when my, my wife picks the book up and when she picks it, you know, she reads everything. But when she picked the book up, she was commenting, uh, about different things that, that, uh, he would talk about. And, um and as he mentioned about Hopkins and, uh, a little kid with, uh, uh, was there for the great stars. Uh, group that uh he they brought him into a uh, a room and there was only one writer allowed in that room and that was with bernard um our, our bernard uh fernandez and uh he uh, the poor kid after uh two weeks after the uh, uh they signed his his shirt and gave him a glo- gave him gloves uh two weeks later the poor kid uh passed away but uh, at least he got his wish uh, with the uh, uh, Make-A-Wish Foundation and the uh, child care group that uh, works with them. Uh, I, Tony, what do you think about Oscar Mongoya uh, versus Ryder up, coming up in February uh, I'm sorry, January 27th?
2: Uh. Was that, the, you mean, uh, the Jaime Mungia fight, generator yeah, fight? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I really liked Mungia when he first came out. One of those first couple fights he had, I thought for sure that guy was going to just clean everybody's clock for a while. And he really disappointed me after about maybe the third or fourth fight. It was just like, it was like the complete change, like a personality change or something. Mm-hmm. Um John Ryder, I don't think will be a big deal for him. I mean, I'm just, I'm just not. It's not one of those fights where I'm looking forward to it. You know, I'm looking forward to Usyk and uh, Tyson Fury, and of course Wilder coming up here at Christmas. But, uh, Mm -hmm. I mean, McGee'll probably win that one, but that's not going to be one I'm going to be watching
0: most likely.
1: Yeah.
2: See.
3: Yeah, um, I agree with uh, Tony. Jaime I mean, McGee mm-hmm. is the perfect example of you can't live off a of potential forever.
0: Um mm-hmm.
3: He's had, he, I mean, upside, in, I mean, his best asset to me was his useful dignity. And that's not going to last. You. you need to uh, kind of skill it up. You have to kind of get your skill up. You I mean, mm-hmm. And to me, Jaime has developed certain things, but you know, that's kind of, I mean, in, in the mode of Ryan Garcia. And I hope, and I, you know, I, obviously Ryan's younger, and, you know, they could have different trajectories, but, you know, it gets to a point to where you need to start kind of. Climbing over the hill with certain things. His last performance against Derevchenko, to me, I mean, and Derevchenko was like 38. I mean, Jaime won, but I mean, he he got schooled that fight, and that's not supposed he, to happen. Not not Jaime getting to his prime. You're not supposed to get right. totally schooled. I mean, by by So, uh, I mean, Ryder, to me, he's He's big. I mean, he's, he's, he's big, but I mean that's that's. I mean that that can give Jaime trouble. I mean, this just I I don't know what I'm gonna get from him. That that's the only thing I just don't know what I'm gonna get from him. Uh, I mean, I pick him to win, but I don't pick him to. I can't say he will look good. I can't say the win will be you no know, won't be questionable. You know, that's where I'm at with Jaime. I'm sorry to say, but that's where we're at. Okay,
1: that's spot on. Yeah, what do you think, Ty?
3: No, I agree with everything that, that Tony and Gito said. Jaime's a, a guy who, you know, burst onto the scene with the destruction of Sodom Ali all those years back and won a title. And since then, he's just been kind of spinning his wheels no matter what weight he goes to. He works himself into a mandatory position and turns down a title shot. So the, the whole key with the John Ryder fight is that's who Canelo fought. Uh, very recently. So it's a little comparison shopping. Um, that's what the reason why Golden Boy made this fight. Let's see if we can beat Ryder, you know, better than, uh, than Canelo did it. But, you know, Ryder's limited opposition. Ryder's big, like, you know, Vito said. He's, a, you know, a solid 168-pounder. But by no means is he as, you know, good a fighter as Sergei Derevichenko. So it's not anything that Jaime hasn't seen before. Um, and, and he's going into a fight where he's going to be a prohibitive favorite. So, you know, I'm kind of with Zito and Tony on, on, on that whole Jaime Munguia train. until so he's, you know, fighting someone, uh, you know, that's going to advance his career or where, where it looks like he's taking his career a little bit more seriously. And uh, I don't know if I'll watch. I'll watch because I'm a, I'm a freaking glutton for
1: fights. But that's about it
2: though. Exactly
1: you know there there's a couple other names that i i forgot uh, to leave that i left off from the uh Hall of fame one of them was a guy who I, I, my parents knew i knew uh growing up and in fact we every time we moved i think we moved to his company and that's uh furpo in bersia uh louis louis angelo put fought under was but is uh, uh he's had uh, a in fact, I think uh if I if I know if I remember correctly, Dr. Chris's father um uh, was uh not only his it was his owned his contract. They they worked out of uh, Marcus Hook there. Um when the, when Marcus Hook was a big con big fighting town. Uh, and then uh Ricky Hatton, I forgot about Ricky Hatton, uh also was in that uh that group. But,
3: uh, there's only one Ricky Hatton I, man, I used to love When the, the Brits would hear that I used to love that
1: <laughs> That's great The uh,
2: Anybody have something They want to bring up Wait oh, the, We got the Wilder fight here Two days before Christmas
0: um. Yeah
3: yeah, that's a, actually a that's the whole big heavyweight extravaganza
2: card, right?
0: Yeah, and, and Dimitri
2: involved on that card as well. Yeah, Dimitri's on there. Anthony Joshua's. I mean, it's going to be a good amount of fighting. But they take the the Deontay fight first versus Joseph Parker, I mean, anything could happen. I mean, you see Joseph Parker do it for him. You know, I'm
3: thinking. I'm I'm thinking that that uh it'll be Dubois Miller. Then uh, Deontay Parker And then um, Joshua Valen as far as the lineup But I mean that 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 card is just super loaded Um, And That's the 23rd man that's so awesome
2: Yeah Yeah man great Christmas Present Mm -hmm. uh, There's another one
1: coming in uh, Big one coming in for USC Before the first three years it's, uh it's gonna be straight to uh Vegas, but I don't remember who the uh who the people are. Uh, is, is that the Leon Edwards
3: Kobe Covington card? Because I know that's coming yeah. up. I'm just there not sure when. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know who else is on that card. I, I just haven't uh had as much time to, to, to read the way I normally do. Um right. but uh but I, I'm looking forward to that that Covington um Edwards fight.
1: So definitely. Yeah, what, do you, what do you think, PFC?
3: I think that'll be a very entertaining fight. Um, Leon is a little more explosive than Kobe to me, um, but Kobe's consistent. Kobe's consistent, and uh, let me tell you something. I mean, it, 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 that 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 music creates a good fight. Somebody who's real consistent against explosion. I mean, you kind of can't ask for anything better.
1: Uh Uh-huh.
2: Tony? Agree with you on that one. It's going to be uh, interesting.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay.
2: Uh, And, of course,
1: uh, I guess everybody before we got one on the air um uh, watched the Army Navy game. Uh very, very good game. Uh, right down to the last minute. Uh actually the last second in the Navy lost by uh a a foot. It's, uh, it's a shame but uh yeah you know, they uh they couldn't get the ball over. Army
0: uh had a
1: had pretty good taxi call through, through the game and uh the, uh, it just came down to one stupid play. That's uh, uh, the same problem AK- Tyson
2: Fury's going to have with uh, music. Right. He's going to come down to it, and I think he's going to get wiped out.
3: That's going to be an interesting part, just because um, I-, I-, I think... Something's happening that that that's nobody's really talking about, and I think Tyson um, Age is hitting Tyson Fury a little bit. I think the, it, it's, it's catching up slightly. Um, a hey, hey, Zita, let me just hey, Zita, real quick, let me interject. It's funny you say that. One person said that too. John Fury, Tyson Fury's dad said, "My son is starting to slow down. My son's declining." He said that too. Yeah, yeah, and. I'm not saying like in, in the Nagami fight, in
0: just
3: you, you see recent forms that he's not the bouncy toe guy anymore. He's not that outside, you know, stay outside jab, and he he's, he's more using his weight and, 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 and like against I saw against Chisora where he just kind of, you know he well obviously the ref was paid to let Fury do that, but he like you just saw what he could have done to Chisora. Is different from what he did. He could have made that fight like less grueling on himself, to be honest. Chisora shouldn't have been able to even get a whiff of Tyson Fury. But I mean, Tyson Fury is a smart fighter, also. So what he did, he used his weight. You know, no nobody's going to keep him from getting into into you. That's hard to do. Deontay Wilder is the best one that could do it because of the threat of his power and his athleticism. But if Tyson Fury wants to get to you six nine and, and, and two almost two eighty. It's gonna to get to you. The only thing is he, it, those reactions are beginning to get slow. So mm-hmm. he, he, he he he'll get touched a little more against somebody like a Usyk to Somebody like a Usyk he might not be able to lay his paws on. Just because those that that milli, milli, millisecond of, of time has muscle. And that happens to everyone. So as I say, it's going to be interesting that he's picking on someone like Usyk.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I think McDonough gave uh, Tyson brain damage with that shot he took, and I know no one expected that to happen. And if he now he could take the shots, that's the thing. is, I mean, he's obviously taking that when he took Deontay's shot and got up off the, the mat. But if Usyk comes in his best form, he's going to win that fight. Because Tyson, when he like uh, Zito and Tyson, they, they, he's slowing down. He can take the punch, but I don't know if he's going to be able to continuously take Uzik's punches. And if he, I think if Uzik lands a couple of them on him, I think it's going to be that's going to be it for Tyson Fury.
3: Uh, I'll tell you what, it, Uzik is
2: my favorite fighter, right? But
3: that I don't see. I don't see him being able to stop Tyson Fury. I, I just, I don't. Fury's too big, Uzik uh, wasn't a, you know, a, a knockout artist at um at at Cruiserweight. What he would do is he would get knockouts by attrition. And I think Fury, even though I could see Fury tired, because his fitness even hasn't looked as great lately, even though I could see Fury tired because he's so big and Usyk is going to have to kind of walk a higher wire because he's going to have to step in and get his shots off, but he's going to have to cut his angle before Fury could lean on him, grab him, put the weight on him. I don't see him ever being able to stop Fury. But uh, if Fury has slow a hair, um, you know Fury is going to have to do what, he, what he's been doing: is, is taking it inside, and that could be difficult with Usyk because of his footwork. So very interesting fight. Very interesting fight. Exactly because if he starts to employ the fire that he did against the sure, that 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 I don't see that working at all. I don't see that. You can like. It's hard to get skin to skin with Usyk. It's just hard to do that? It's hard to even start a lot of offense. Usyk is one of the best guys at throwing fakes, and as a heavyweight, heavyweights don't throw fakes as, as much like that. Heavyweights usually get down to business. Um, so uh, with Usyk, he has intricacies to where, like Tyson Fury, was a heavyweight that you know that do quite a bit of fakes. But dog mm-hmm. Usyk's is, is, is Usyk's heart his conditioning, first of all, allows him to move around like that. Um, and for Tyson Fury to really you – know, he's going to have to take punches to, to even cut the ring off. He's going, mm-hmm. going to have to take punches, some of these to try to cut the ring off. not man that you can't catch. Exactly, exactly. And, and after a few rounds of – you're trying to do a certain thing and it's not working and you're getting stuck up from it, you want to now, you're not as fast to step in, you're not as bold. And that means that a guy like Ustic now has control of the fight. So it's like, as the brain game to me, it's like both guys are highly educated boxers, um, but Ustic has to, he has to work as if he's not a heavyweight, and he's had to do that ever since he's been a heavyweight. That's kind of the, his added dimension to me. He showed that against everyone he's sport that He's not the typical heavyweight. He doesn't move like a heavyweight. He, he, doesn't, you know, he throws many more punches. Yeah, he decreases volume as a heavyweight. But, I mean, he, his activity is in to increase to me. Like, he throws so many more fights. He moves like he moves around so much more than he did out know, cruiserweight, so like foot wise. So, I'm... yeah, cruiserweight. You know what? He 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 moved, but he held his ground a lot more. And, he, and a lot of times, what he would do is he would stake. You know, he would kind of st- stake out the center of the ring, and the cruiserweight he would move and start to push you back uh, over time. At heavyweight. He's having to do it from the back foot, but he's still keeping up. But, you know, not as much volume as he could at cruiserweight because he has to be more defensively conscious. But he's still keeping a pace that most heavyweights have a very hard time
1: uh, dealing with. Hey, uh, let me get back to, to uh, uh, UFC 296. Uh, uh says he's ready for a title shot. But so also uh, – but uh, Bilal Muhammad thinks he also deserves it. Uh, Ty, what's your thoughts on that one? I know
3: these well, are, Bilal these Muhammad is, Bilal Mohammed is absolutely deserving because he's on such a tremendous win streak. Shafgat right. Rachmaninoff rock, needs to be the Bilal Muhammad to claim he's deserving. He's still, you know, a good contender's fight away uh, to, to being deserving. But Bilal Muhammad is truly deserving and he should have been the one fighting Leon Edwards, not Kobe Covington, who had been sitting on the sidelines.
0: Right.
1: See?
3: Yeah, I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, the uh, – uh, You Yeah, know, I wish Bob, uh, Bob or Caden was, because I want to ask them to stand on uh, – on the UFC, uh, um, would you want to ask them? But the the uh main reason would be um what's it on, let me use this guy's name.
3: Yeah, like I, I, I haven't I'm not up to date the way I normally am on with the cards, but if yeah. you say the names I could I could cut it a little off for you
0: for you.
1: Well, Marcos and, and uh uh Ollie have a rematch coming up. Who's that? Uh Marcos and uh, Barry uh Olin o- 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 Lin- Oling? have a um, rematch come up in February.
3: I'm I'm sorry, I'm not familiar with those names.
1: Yeah. Um uh, how about we did uh
2: Corrales and Allison uh we did Alexander Arter Beaterbees coming up here. What's that yes. Uh, Get the beater versus Callum Smith fight here January thirteenth. Yes. Um, oh, better be up and look- Callum Smith? Yes. Yeah. But I'm look- I'm yeah. For I'm forward
3: to that Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. I'm looking for um, I don't favor Callum Smith. Uh, but I, I'm looking forward to that one because he, he he's a very big guy. And, I mean, again, he, he went to bed against Canelo, but I think it can be argued he was getting to the point where he was getting diminishing returns at 168. And at 175, he has looked absolutely stronger and more physically dynamic. I don't expect him to beat uh, better BF by any stretch of the imagination, but it's a fight I'm absolutely looking forward to. I agree with that. Yeah, but Better beer is entertaining no matter who he fights. Um, yeah. W- one thing is though, uh, Better beer yeah, Anybody knows him, you better know him to snatch you out of there. That's what Better Bill is known for. Better Bill is one of the more educated boxers. Um, the way he gets his power in, yeah, like he, he's decorated Olympian first of all, but the way he gets his power in. Is, is is he's not a slugger he he's a he's, he's a hard hitter but he's not a slugger. uh and but he i mean he'll bring it he'll bring the fight but he's not he's not balls to the wall as people would think so i mean i and i think with with Callum smith that that i mean it, it, i think that's gonna is that's the thing that's gonna give him trouble I just think Cattle Smith. I mean, he's big and he's very, very good. It's going to give better be of a little bit of trouble, but better Bill be figures things out, and he, he's been he power on it, and that's that's more hard to deal with.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, guys, we are pretty close to uh, our time. <clears throat> uh, the uh, and I apologize. Uh, I had a lot of things I wanted to get through, but- I got a little thrown off with the uh, with the uh, introduction and the the, uh, uh, the uh, de- dedication to uh, to Sherry. They're very close friends of ours, and
0: uh,
1: um, the uh, this poor lady suffered from from uh, cancer for the last year. I'm uh, um, so sorry to hear that. Just passed on Thursday. So uh,
0: oh. all
2: right, Tony, you wanna to leave us out? Yeah, I would like to say uh prayers to the family. I know some of the Levantes and um cancer sucks. I just flat out sucks. Um mm-hmm. sorry for their loss. Um uh, miss Bob and Satan tonight, but love having Ty and Z on and you, sir, uh, the three of you guys, make it happen, and I love it. And I hope all you guys have a great holiday season, and to all of my lovely ex-wives out there, I really hope that they have a good Christmas and Santa visit. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean yeah. that sincerely. <laughs>
1: yeah. See?
3: You uh, yeah, another wonderful show. Uh, I want to thank Tony, Ty, you Butch. It's, it makes my Saturdays when I can do there. These shows are definitely a memory of Bob, Coach Mel, and Doctor Quick. Anyone wants to hear any fighting words? Please do call. Hi. Such a pleasure being on with you gentlemen. The Saturdays I can make it. Tony Butch, Zito, pleasure talking to you. Definitely miss Caden and Bob. Uh, let me say Merry Christmas now. I unfortunately will not be here next week. I got a shoot next week, so I will not be able to make it. Um, so, you know, to all you guys, have a wonderful holiday, wonderful Christmas. Love you guys. Bob is the co-pilot. Coach Mel's watching over us. Doctor Chris keeps us laughing. Everybody,
1: be well. Be safe. Next uh, next week will be uh, our last show of the year. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: it's very tough to get people together, especially around the holiday time. This is the uh, biggest holiday of all. So uh, I'm trying to <clears throat> grab my hand this year um, for my hall, my hall of
0: Fame.
1: Uh, the, uh, I appreciate, and I don't think I say it enough, I appreciate everything you guys do every week. You're always prepared. You're always ready to even do battle when we have to, and Tony makes the best two sandwiches in the world. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. If eating get
0: one, you'll, you'll it. it in,
1: yeah, yeah, you see it in the uh, in, uh, on your the screen. You know it's from Tony. It's uh. Amen. Yes, sir. Or as Rick Flair, Flair would say, "Woo!" <laughs> These programs are brought to you each and every night of the week. i grateful, appreciative to the men and women of the United States Armed Forces, men and women of Police Fire Services, the doctors and nurses on <clears throat> first-line COVID, Oops, excuse me. and <clears throat> the guys in the uh, market to keep uh, Bob happy with filling the uh, filling the shelves. These, these programs are also dedicated to those who lost their lives. In the line of duty, Deputy Robert Anthony Carroll, Patrolman David Curtis, Patrolman Jeffrey Colcott, Sergeant Thomas Batinger, Detective Brandy Bell, Detective Ricky Killers, San Diego Officer Mike Henry, uh, Sergeant Tom Wilson, Charlotte County Sheriff's Department, uh, Patrolman Tar- Charlie Christopher. I'm sorry, Patrolman Charlie Condit. Carpenters Springs Police Department, Deputy Chief Mike Godwin, Philadelphia Fire Department, Lieutenant Joyce Craig Lewis, Philadelphia Fire Department, Sergeant James O'Connor, Philadelphia Police Department, Sergeant Chris LeBake, Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department, Patrolman Onofo Crispin, Lakeland, Lakeland DD, Lieutenant Joe Zerber, Newcastle County Police, Deputy Josh Meyer, Nassau County Sheriff's Office, Captain Matt Letourne, Philadelphia Fire Department. <coughs> Excuse me, uh, Captain Chris Leach, Wilmington Fire Department; Lieutenant Artis Pope, Wilmington Fire Department; Lieutenant Jerry Fikes, Wilmington Fire Department; uh, Patrol and, Patrol Dept Trooper Joe Bullock, Florida Highway Patrol; Trooper Chelsea Richards, Florida Highway Patrol; Chief Al Hogle, Longboat Key Police Department; Chief Jimmy Ford, Wilmington Fire Department; Deputy uh, Mike. Uh, Hauser from the Pinellas County Sheriff's Department, uh, Deputy Blaine Lane and Deputy Chris Meyer, Polk County Sheriff's Department, uh, Sergeant Chris um, Fitzgerald of the Philadelphia Police Department and Temple University Police Department, and Sergeant um, Ramon Orte- Ortegas, Philadelphia Police Department. My brothers and sisters, although you may be 10-7 at this point in time, sometime we'll be 10-10 at the table of the Lord. Until that time, may the rose rise up to meet you. May the winds be always at your back. May the rains fall softer in your fields and the sunshine lighter in your face. Until we meet again, may the good Lord keep you and your family always in the palm of his hand. Good night. God bless.
0: Uh, for,
1: if we don't see people, have a very Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year. Bye. Uh, give those, that baby a, a hug for me. Um And uh, Sito, I know all your kids are pretty pretty big, but you can shake your hand for me. dispatch to 1999 county dispatch 1999 county dispatch 1999 all units be advised 1999 has responded to his last emerging, emergency and god rest his soul and all the souls in the faithful departed all right bob we love you miss you.